Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Amen there. All right, yeah. yeah. And uh, a 
unfortunately, we did lose the great Billy Whitman this week, and such an inspirational singer, songwriter, musician, everything around it. He was great. That's true. Don't everybody but, say, yeah, uh, I won. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, eight, but 81, though, you know, I mean, he uh, he lived a good life. He did, and uh, yeah, yeah. he 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 grew up in you know the poor stats, and he emerged, and he said, "Hey, look what I yeah. can do," and he did it, and that's what America needs to keep a hold of. So uh, let's just go ahead and get this party started by saying, "Hey, everyone, welcome." To an exciting episode here on Francie and Friends, even though we are all in quarantine. How how are you guys holding up? Good. This sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Doing good. Don't you just want to go outside and play? No. Just writing uh, writing more books and scripts and... uh, you know, yeah. stopping every time I hear the ambulance pass. About it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm starting my third book how manuscript. How many times so. do you guys think about this? Think about this. How many times do you think? Oh my gosh, that Chinese buffet! I miss it so much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I want to go eat Chinese food. And that's very, not very saying frequently. anything against, you know, the. What they're calling the virus, but I certainly would love to have some orange chicken and some spring rolls on my plate as I go back and forth to the buffet. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely can't go wrong uh, with that. You know, yeah. Or even get some good uh, plum wine to go with it too. Well, uh, I have I have oh to admit it's nice here, so I have done a lot of yard work outside early this year, so I. Cleaned up my yard from the winter, so you know. Well, you you know what's well, weird great. here in California, and it's supposed to be like the sunshine state, dude. It was warmer in the winter, and now that spring is here, it is freezing cold outside. It's completely the opposite. You would think it's winter. It's been raining. It's been cold. It's right now. It's 50 degrees here in Antelope, California. Well, geez, your definition of cold is way different than ours. 50 degrees are out in T-shirts and shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Michigan, though. <laughs> that's what's up. Oh, oh, okay. me, hey, man, we're going to have a sweat out there in shorts and a T-shirt. What? Boy, you know. You know and now here, now here down in Florida, we still got the nice uh, typical spring weather, so we're just hmm. hovering in the 70s, and that's about it. Oh no! Oh, yeah. uh, Sue Dent. Sue Dent, are you there? Hold on. Sue Dent's having problems. Sue, are you there? Oh yeah. No yeah. There she oh, is. Okay. There, there we oh, go. Wait, we, we were supposed hey, to, we were supposed to do something in tradition for Sue Dent. Hey y'all! Welcome to an exciting episode here on Francie and Friends. Tonight we got Sue Dent. Yeah, y'all, y'all crazy. Y'all, y'all don't hear that echo? No, no, actually, no echo you're, over here. you're 
crap. Okay, look, I'm, I'm, I knew this was going to happen as soon as I got on Skype. So I'm hanging up, and I'm going to call back on my on my phone. Okay. She, okay. Crazy. Did she just say she? All right, I'm going to hang up. I'm going to hang up off Skype. I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to call back in on my cell phone and see if it straightens out. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll be right here. Don't worry. Well, since we'll stay here. We'll read on you. How 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 you got you you guys are holding out pretty good with this uh this virus thing going on? Yeah, yeah I can't complain. No, been able to manage to rub up a little bit of some grub there not too long ago, so it's all good like that. Uh, stocked up on all the essentials, got the Pappy's moonshine and everything else. It's all good. So yeah, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> as long as you got the moonshine. <laughs> And it tastes great going down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it makes you warm. Okay, I think we got Sue Dim back. Um, by the way, um, we also have Edward X. Young on hold. No echo. Oh, dear God. No echo. Whoa. <laughs> well, Honey, let's, let's uh, join the show and lose your mind. I'll tell you what, oh let's test God. out and see if there's an echo. Are you ready? Oh. Hello. There's an echo. Oh. No Is there echo. anybody in there? Just not if you can hear me. Oh. I, knew if it, I knew it was Skype. I knew when I went through all the trouble of downloading Skype again, because we used to do this show, and Edward was probably there when it did it. You would sit there, and everybody was echoing, and it was insane. And sure enough, it did it again. So I'm on my phone. Forget the Skype. Oh. Forget well, we're the we're good Skype. to have. We are very happy to have you on. Oh, <laughs> and uh, yes. I actually have a really good friend of yours, Sue Dent, who's on hold. He's a good oh. friend here oh. on Francie and Friends, and he's been with you on many occasions. <laughs> been with me? Well, you'd think I'd remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, before we bring him on, Sue, what are what what are you working on right now? What are your projects? Oh, oh okay. Well, um, 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 I just finished up Sin No More, uh, and so uh, moving on to uh, the next book in the series, which is Penny for Your Thoughts, which is. I'm sticking oh, nice. with the play on I'll take her out. sticking with the play on words. Yeah, cause, cause, cause huh? Oh, no, I'm sorry, my dog was bugging me. Oh, oh, here oh, let me tell okay. my cat about that. He picks that. the worst times. Yeah, yeah, I told you. <laughs> well, I, I, here, I, I guess Tom was just thinking of you offering a penny for your thoughts, and uh, you know he, he was jumping <laughs> to the advantage. Well, 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 yeah. well, well, see. See, I started with Never Cease, which was never, and then Cease being the name of the character. And so mm-hmm. I'd, get, I'd, get, I'd get, all the time I'd get, don't you know how to spell? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I put out a book, 
and I misspelled the title because I'm an idiot like that. So better not read the book. <laughs> you're not. You're supposed to misspell words. That's, that's what hey, I it's your book. Do. You can do what you want with it. Yeah. So then the second one I, is Forever Richard because I was like, oh, you didn't like that? Well, I'll do it again. Or at least it's spelled right. And uh, the third one was uh, Sin No More with the sin spelled C-Y-N because it's a character again with the spelling. And uh, the next one, Penny for Your Thoughts, Penny is one of the characters. So just have to go with the trend. Hey, that's your book. You can do what you want. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. You know. And if it pisses people off, if if it pisses people off, it can only be good. (laughs) Well, who needs some grammar and spelling Nazis? You know, if if you really want to go and hit 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 the grammar Nazis really hard, um, this will be your discretion, of course. But I have the perfect title for your for a potential book for you. Are you ready? How about this? Wait, this wait, wait, wait. Who is this, Mr. T, Mr. W, or <laughs> oh, no, Mr. W? Don't worry. <laughs> okay, okay. That's William. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Okay. Dyslexia for cure found. Dyslexia? What? <laughs> Dyslexia for cure found. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. It it, yeah. it does make sense, yeah. especially when it's not echoing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, and then you, you probably no. get the same exact reaction with the what? Until <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that echo starts back up, I'm gonna be hitting some things around here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why don't well, we that goes, and we'll take a break, and we'll get you back on. Um, one thing also I want to talk about is your book covers. They are amazing. Um, in fact, I talked to Melanie Roble today. Yeah. Well, she's yeah. not Roble Please. anymore. She's she's no. married. Well, she's, they're so little. Is. Remember how young they were? She ain't got married yet. Did she? Well, they ain't had to wait. Maybe. Yeah, they're married. They're married. Melody Uh, She got married, and she wanted to say hi. She has to go to work in the morning, and it's too late, but she did want to say hi. Oh, well, I I told Melody hi all the time. Post lots of neat stuff on Facebook. And and didn't she, wasn't she on one of your book covers or did she? Yeah, she, she did, um, never cease. She's, she's the werewolf. She cease. Yes. I went through her her pictures and asked permission to use it and it, it came out good. It, It came out good. Well, I, when Nick did, um, um, oh, well. And we need to talk about that too. But uh, when I started Never Cease with with one publisher, ironically, a traditional publisher, and they were traditional, and I got my upfront money and all that. But they were just starting up, and they didn't have 
a cover person, and I already had a cover, but I was like, good, I don't have to stare at my ugly cover anymore. And they was like, well, we don't have a cover person yet. We'll just use yours. And I'm like, great. So, <laughs> so I did I did that cover, and uh, they didn't even edit it because I had a professional editor do it. And they were like, well, that's wonderful, which is one reason why they picked me up, because they didn't have to have their editor on board yet. So then when they went under, I was ready to do my second book, and I had a second publisher, and um, they actually – uh, they actually did the cover for Forever Richard, uh, but then they went under. Oh, and so, <laughs> and so, so then, then I got with Nick, and uh, he he took me on, and he did the Never Ceasing Forever Richard covers, which were awesome. Um, and then I did I did three of my own, but he Nick is about to do redo. Um, all three. Uh, he had never done one for Sin No More, so and putting them out through Black Bedsheet Books, which I'm really excited about because I'm sick of doing covers. <laughs> I do them. <laughs> 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 Let somebody else so do them. He's like, oh, oh. he's like, I, I if I so, if I ever I, get accused of child pornography, and the FBI comes what? to look at my computer. They're going to be like, what the hell are you even researching? Because of all the book covers he has to do and all the photos he has to put together, he's like, man, if I ever get stopped for anything and they look at my computer, they're going to think I'm a maniac. <laughs> it's all on you, Nick. It's all on you. That's yeah. all of us, though. That's all of us, though. Let me see if, yeah, well, let me see if right. I got Nick on hold. Um, but also, uh, Ron Fitzgerald, Ron Fitzgerald is electrical. Awesome. Yeah. Mr. Spooky. God, I, I, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen Ron in about 16 years. <laughs> yeah, midnight. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's, Ron's a great guy. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. What? What hell of a show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we do have two. Yeah, yeah. We have a fan of yours. He's on hold. He wants to talk to you. Um, He's your friend. My phone up. <laughs> He's <All> your right. <laughs> friend, <laughs> Mister Rogers. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Don't um, worry, it's not Chucky. It's Edward X. Young. Yay. In a while, uh, horror film uh, actor, uh, makeup effects artist, and uh, I've directed a few things now. Uh, best known for we playing. We know Mr. who you are. <laughs> well, I was, I was identifying myself to the uninformed <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Excuse me. It's not a Corona cough. I get the nails my coffee the wrong she, way. She introduced you. She said you're my friend. It's been a while, but now that I have no job and there's no movies being made, I don't have to get up early and so I can stay up and listen to and participate in these shows. I'm on the East Coast, so it's, uh, I mean, for Francie, it's only like quarter after 8. Where I am, it's quarter after 11, and, the, and we'll wind right. up around 12. Where are you right quarter now? after 10 for me. Where are you, in Texas? 
Who, me? No, Mississippi. Mississippi. Oh, M-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-
Hey, Nick. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I'm about to take you off hold. Yep. Hold okay, on. you're not on hold anymore. Can 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 you hear me now? Hey, yep. you hear me now? Hey, Nick. How we doing? Yep. Oh, cool. Groovy. Groovy. Oh, hold on a second. I've got a dent in my ear. Oh, that's Sue. Uh, uh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> it, it's not echoing. Nobody's echoing. Yeah. Still no echo. God, I wasted money on Skype again. I'm going to go cancel echo, my phone echo, number. Echo, echo, oh, echo. It was terrible. <laughs> It was terrible. Just oh, terrible. that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. It's an echo. It's gone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. We got an echo outside. Yeah, oh, we hey. do. Oh, we have an Amazon echo. Echo, echo <laughs> woke up and said, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> so here's, here's my question. I mean, a lot of people want to be where you are. In fact, uh, Jason Gaylord even said, you're Sue <laughs> in. I don't know what he said. I don't know what he said. He said, of course you, you're able to get there because you're Sue effing I mean, here you are. You, you're, you're living your dream. You're doing what you want to do. What advice do you have? Like my niece, my my little tiny niece, Michaela, she's not tiny anymore. She's 18 or 19, I think, um, wants to be a writer. And for a lot of women writers, and trust me, I'm not part of that Me Too movement, but a lot of female writers, they do kind of, you know, they have to scratch a little bit harder to get into it. What advice would you give young, especially female writers? And I'm not talking about the Me Too movement. I'm just talking about what advice would you give young writers today that wants to break into this industry? Because you've accomplished a lot in your career. Don't don't do it to make money. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I would agree Bottom with you. I, I, I don't do agree it on to make one. money. <laughs> Period. That's for sure. I, I, um, I, I just, I, just, uh, I mean, I had to write. I enjoyed. I don't know. I'm in my head all the time with stories. That's all I do all day long. I thought that was normal. I didn't know that was weird. I didn't know it was weird until my neighbor read my book. And she came with it in her hand and gave it back to me. And I was like, well, you didn't like it? She said, no, I just want to know one thing. And I said, what's that? She said, how do you come up with this stuff? (laughs) (laughs) What is she talking about? I said, doesn't everyone just have these thoughts in their head, but they don't do it because they're too busy? She said, no. I said, oh, okay. (laughs) So, you know, I just (laughs) – I just felt compelled. I enjoy the stories in my head a lot, and they keep me going most of the time. I mean, when other people, I don't know what they were thinking. I just wait till I have time to. I never not thinking of a story, and um, and I just I love it when other people enjoy my stories. So I threw the first one out there just to see. Oh, I didn't just throw it out there. Um, I was skeptical that anyone would enjoy it the way I wrote it because 
I didn't really have an idea how to write it for other people to enjoy it. And I knew there were people who knew how to do that <laughs> to at least help you. So I hired an editor, which was probably a professional editor, a professional editor that costs money. But they have um, – and I, I say there's lots of editors that don't charge money, that do a fine job. But I needed someone who had a track record, you know, who would take mm-hmm. it and, yeah. and read what I – and read what I had and say, I don't think so. It's just not happening. It's just going to have to work a lot harder for me to enjoy this book. And, and the one I got would actually do that. So, so it, it just depends. I didn't want to stick something out there and have people go, really? <laughs> or yeah. just... I did, I'm like, look, if you can't enjoy it and all you can do is say terrible things about it, then it ain't worth my time to do it. So I hired her, and into the, about the third chapter, she came back and said, um, this is good. <laughs> and and I learned oh, wow. through her. It was, a, it was more like a class. Um, she would fix things to make it more readable. And she would explain to me why it was more readable if you fix this. Like, for instance, this is too wordy. And I was like, what the hell is wordy? It's words. Of course it's wordy. I don't get it. And, and <laughs> no, no. she would explain to me, and I would learn. And I, oh, okay, I get it. So, you know, the chair has nothing to do with the story, so it doesn't matter if it's an old English chair that's beautiful and has this wonderful fabric on it. It has nothing to do with the story. And and I was, the, the main, one of the main things was uh, I, I, I described the castle. I wanted people to see the castle that they were living in. And um, it was beautiful. And she said, and she wrote in her critique, in her little edit, she said, this is a lovely description. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever read. It would go well in newspaper. Now, rewrite it because it's boring. And, oh. and I, was like, well, I was like, how? What do you want me to say? She goes, just have somebody look at it and describe how they're looking at it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I did. I yeah. created another character and had him looking at the castle through his thoughts, like, how could anybody ever deserve that much more than somebody else with its slanted windows and blah de blah and, and that was it, just little things. And, and it just kind of helped teach, which was more than in the edit, and I could never pay her what she taught me. It was like a class, and I looked at it that way, and so I just kind of fed off what she said. But that's just me. I can't just throw something out there. I, I mean, the story means a lot to me. I want it to mean as much as it can to mm-hmm. everybody else, knowing knowing that there's no way in hell everybody's going to read it and think it's great and beautifully <laughs> edited. <laughs> Somebody has a dog. <laughs> Well, That's no, that was yeah, Nick's somewhere. cough. That was Nick's cough. Everybody, put on your face masks or spray them. Oh, oh my goodness! I was coming out of my coffin. Oh, I never mind. Oh, okay. it's just a stupid joke. And Thank welcome goodness back. he's outside and I'm inside. <laughs> no. No, I, I, yeah, I'm outside to prevent the echo with the phones. 
out there where, where you people are, both in Mississippi or in California. I'm in Jersey. We have a lot. Oh, you in a hot could... spot. Yeah, I know. He's I'm in the metro Detroit area. We're, well, we're in another one. We're in the metro Detroit area. I don't mean we're to all over bring the damn map. The... I don't mean to bring the show down, but in the past week I've had four friends die, and another one is in ICU right now as I speak, so I don't mean to put a damper on a fun show, but it is scary. But, I mean, in Jersey, where I am, I can still leave my house on the my bicycle. I can, I can ride my bike down the road. There's nobody driving, really, hardly anybody. And so uh, and, uh, I've driven by cops. Nobody's giving me any flack for that, so at least I could exercise a little bit. Well, I'm doing my other stuff. Yeah, we're so but, laid uh, back back here in Mississippi. <laughs> but I heard this. I, heard this I just I can't I can't imagine I can't I can't picture in my head Mr. Hush on a bicycle. For some reason, <laughs> if I say if I was walking down the street and if I saw you riding a bike, I would like do a double take and. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell. I'll explain. I mean, I got all smashed up in a car accident about five years ago. I can't run anymore. I used to be a runner, and I, I can't lift really heavy weights. I can still ride a bike, and and I've gained a little bit of weight since this car accident. But uh, but now that I'm not working, I, I figured uh, I'll try to get really super thin, like vampire thin. Uh, I'll try to. I mean, I got to admit, when I did miss your hush, right now I'm about I'm about 240, a little in the low 240s. I was 190 when I did Mr. Hush. That's about 50 pounds lighter than I am now. I want to get down to that weight again, and then I want to force Dave Madison to do a full-length sequel. Maybe Sue should write a script for Dave, write a Mr. Hush script for him. You haven't written a screenplay yet, have you? Oh, I've, I've, um, I've got all the software. I know all the all the rules and things, like how, to, how one page is 30 minutes and all that stuff. Because I was uh, thinking about doing mine, and I I, I could do it, but um, I I'm just too busy writing to to do. But 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 I know how. You should you should so you should yeah. like uh, try uh, yeah. screenplay writing uh, a little bit uh, in between books and stuff. Uh, it'll flex your muscles with uh, with uh, um, with the, the how to get it done and all that. And everything, and then well, you know, uh, before you know it, after a while, you'll you'll have yourself a script. And it's, for it's, some yeah. reason, I'm seeing anyway, press, bench press and, books. And not not to mention, you know, you, you can also have a newer audience on the uh, festival scene as well, too, where you can also do uh, book signings uh, at at the gig itself. <laughs> it's a call. He coughs now. <laughs> are, are you, you Nick? What? What's I that? think we're social distancing. I think we're like three thousand miles away, each of us. So I tell yeah. you, I tell you what. Yeah. I, I am. I'm. I'm living in some particular terror right now, because mm-hmm. right now all the cherry blossoms are, are blooming in the trees. It's beautiful. It's springtime here in Jersey. But oh, I'm allergic dude, it's to the cherry cold blossoms. here in California. But can you imagine that? Yeah, but. I yeah, but your allergy. cold is kind of subjective there, Francie, because ours is, you know, you think 50 is cold. I think like but 20 below allergy. zero is cold. I have allergies yeah. to these flowers and the trees, and I'm really worried that, you know, when the allergies kick in, 
I'm going to be like wondering, are these the allergies or do I have the friggin' coronavirus? I mean, I'm, we're already, oh, we're no. already doing that. We've yeah. got yellow on the yeah. streets. Yellow streets. Oh, man, I remember allergies. in South Carolina, you could, it, it, the pollen would hit the roads like it was snow. Fortunately, yep. I was never allergic to pollen. In fact, I even snorted pollen to prove to everybody that I was not allergic to pollen. They thought I was crazy, and after I did that, they decided to do it, and they were going insane. And I'm just looking at them, and I'm laughing. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Hey, um, well, speaking of, let's let's take a quick break. I got a really funny song to play for everybody. Cool. All right. This is This is California right now. Uh-huh. Do a, do she a loves G. this Allen song. Oh, this ought to be good. A G.G. Allen song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, no, it's not G.G. Allen. I, I think you guys are going to get a kick out of this. Here, here we go. This is California right now. <clears throat> Hello, it's me I'm in California dreaming about going out to eat Just a burger with cheese Or a shaken margarita, baby, back ribs from chilies Hello, can you hear me? I am shouting out to neighbors who I used to like to see When we were outside and free Is there something else to watch besides the news and finding Dory The social distance between us And I'm freaking out Showered yet 
love that song. Ooh. It definitely so sounds about sweet. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what, Ed? It was nice to have a musical break. By the way, before, while I was on mute, I heard you mentioning Melanie Robel. I mean, she's married now. It's a different last name, you said? Yeah. I Hold on. Let me... Let me. I, I've been talk. I was talking to her today. Bradley. I don't know. If- Bradley. His last name is Bradley. There we go. <laughs> yeah, Bradley. And uh, I don't know if you know this or not, Edward X. Young, but uh, Cameron Scott did a viewing for free of uh, postmortem twenty twenty. That's right. I was going to say Melanie and I always got that wrong. We acted together yeah. 10 years in Postmortem America 2021. And I played her father in that movie. And I got the yeah. coat she wore. The coat? Oh, awesome. <laughs> Terrell nice. got me in. She, she was trying to give it away. And I was like, I'll take it. I think that was the one she wore, the long black coat in, I think. Yeah, Maybe. yeah, yeah she's the long black Cause, cause I went yeah, I, I think it's I think it's great, yeah. uh, Sue. Which, by the way, I think it's great that you and Torrell are like really good friends. I see you guys uh, sharing posts together all the time. I'm like, oh, they're so cute. Yeah, we shot that. Uh, we shot that on, in a, in a uh, rural outskirt of Indianapolis, Indiana. God, <laughs> it was so long ago. Well, also, this month is 10, 10 years since we shot Mr. Hush, so everything time marches on. I was going to ask, Sue, if you have, I mean, with, with what you're dealing, I mean, how, how you're coping with this terrible plague, do you have, is it inspiring you to perhaps write a story that involves a pandemic? No, it just makes me kind of throw up a little when I see everybody likening it to the stand. It's like the stand. And I'm like, really? Does it take a lot of brains to figure out how to write about a pandemic? (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's just like the stand. Really? (laughs) Horror kind of mimics real life, doesn't it? (laughs) Living in zombie land. Uh, oh yeah, this is the worst zombie apocalypse ever. <laughs> what, what people listen to, and I'm like, no wonder it's so easy to write for you people. You should believe everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's well, good? You know, you know, you know, guys. You know, people. I, I look around at the world around me right now, and I get a lot of feedback from people that say that this is like the apocalypse and they quote scripture from the Bible and, and, and stuff like that. And I'm going, you know, yes, people are dying. Yes. This is an emergency and it's, it's serious, but it's not a zombie apocalypse. It's not that it's in, in, in short, we're going to get through this. And um, it's not, I mean, God forbid anything happened on top of it, like North Korea strikes or, or, or yeah. there's earthquakes, exactly. huge earthquakes, volcano eruptions, and yeah. but I mean, still, if it's if this is all that it is, we're going to get through it. So it's not yes. like the end of the world. Jesus isn't going to come back because of this virus. 
uh, it's uh, just something that we just have to all go through. I've never seen it anything like this before in my life. I went to the store the other day and everybody's wearing masks. We got masks now too. And, and people are looking at you in suspicion. Do you have it? Do you have it? It's like, it's really weird. I used to love to go shopping and it's uh, grocery store shopping just, you know, to get stuff. And, um, and now it's like, uh, uh, I'm afraid because when I go in, it's like, there's all these rules and you got to like watch everybody and everybody's watching you. It's like really crazy, but we're all going to get through it though. It's not the end of the world. And it's not, you know, it's not like, uh, like, you know, the book of revelation type stuff. Um, that is probably, if that's going to happen, it's going to happen later, but not now. Yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah, I I, I, I got to go to the store. I got to go get kitty treats. And he's like, no, you can't go to the store. And I'm like, but the kitties are going to attack me. (laughs) 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 Uh, He is a coronavirus practice all over me. They're attacking me. (laughs) They want their... Everything's a a matter of perspective. I I have a... uh, I have a young friend, young, he's in his 30s. I got a friend, I got a friend who, uh, he has Asperger's syndrome, you know, mild form of autism. And uh, mm-hmm. I was talking to him, and he lives in a rather small, he's in paradise. This is great. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got me, corn. Is it is a matter of perspective. Like, like well, I say, I who? Aboard, aboard the Titanic. The lobsters they had in the kitchen to them it was a blessing. It was it was like yep. <laughs> 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 Oh my god! Uh, that is very witty. That's a very good way of putting things. Hey Sue, Indeed. Sue. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Sue. Um, uh, being that everybody's listening and paying attention, um, uh, uh, and it's about you. Um, tell people what your books are about, like a uh, basic storyline. I mean, not the whole series, but just, you know, um, uh, just uh, let everybody know so that they can know what it's about. How about, yeah, how about the four books that are available in the free package? You should give a synopsis on each one of those. Well, actually, only three of those are the part of the series, and the Electric Angel is a standalone one, which actually, uh, I'll start with the Electric Angel because it, it is a standalone, and it's easier to uh, to tell real quick, I guess. But uh, Electric Angel is, is about um, an electrical entity, which I don't know if any of y'all remember Powder. Uh, uh, yeah. It came on. Yeah, yeah. Movie. Love Powder. It love it. It's not. It's not. I do too. I did too. Uh, and, and I and it had a little bit to do with it, but but I I didn't really think of it relating to powder until after I started um, writing it. So basically, it's an electrical entity that um is with child, but isn't going to live long enough to to deliver it. And she is uh, looking for somebody on Earth. To help her out, and she finds a lady who's dying from cancer, but carrying twins. One of her twins is stillborn, so she gets with her, and they kind of have a pact, sort of, uh, 
and she transfers her entity into the dead twin, the stillborn twin of the lady that has the twins, and she takes that lady's form and promises to, you know, that she knows she's going to live long enough, the nine months, to give birth to the two of them. And uh, sort of a bad guy gets mixed in with it, but uh, and, uh, you essentially end up with an electrical entity. In, uh, that's kind of a zombie. <laughs> that yeah. takes the form, the, yeah, the form of her uh, stillborn. So, uh, and it's hard to tell much more without getting involved. So, so that's a, that was an easy, and that story had been with me uh, forever. And uh, and when I went with Nick, he wanted something different other than republishing my other ones, which inspired me to finish that one up, which I'm glad because oh, nice. I probably never would have got it out. <laughs> Oh, nice. Talk about yeah, Never Cease. Uh, we, yeah. we all want to know about Never Cease, the first in the Thirsting for Blood series. You know, that has yeah. vampires. Vampires and werewolves. And um, I have a, I would say I have a Southern Baptist background. My granddaddy was a Southern Baptist preacher. So I was brought up Southern Baptist. So I was entrenched in that. And I love vampires and all horror. No, nothing holding back but I really when I went to write the first novel I thought oh I'll write about vampires and then I thought I don't want my grandfather to turn over in his grave um, <laughs> and or any of the other people that I'm good friends with and I'm like I don't want to I don't want to put them off but I'm not going to write anything terrible I mean it's vampires so I made them um this is a the, the vampire and the werewolf are the uh, their father is a missionary. <laughs> so I said, there, there, I got church in there. <laughs> He's a missionary, well, no. <laughs> right? And so they're hmm. cursed um, for different reasons. Uh, and as cursed beings, I had to put a little spin on them, or at least I felt like I did. I thought, wouldn't it be neat if, uh, in, in in my vampire werewolf curses, is uh, there was a way out of them, uh, and and that would be that if you actually cursed someone else, which is the natural desire for them to do, because they can't have babies, <laughs> to create create more of them, but that. When you actually spread the curse, it makes your curse everlasting. And neither one of the vampire or the werewolf want that. They want what their father uh, wanted for them. And so they are living their life to try to remove their curses, knowing that if they curse someone else, it'll be everlasting. This is sort of a premise. I had to change the lore a little bit. I was very careful about that because of the lore, <laughs> the way it is. And um, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I did okay because uh, not too many hardcore vampire people think it's so far off that 
It's not something they want to read. Now, in fact, but, um, uh, you know, Sue, uh, for for all the listeners and everything out there, um, uh, your uh, uh, the stuff that you write, um, it's it's appealing to the masses. There's not like a certain click or or uh, uh, genre that would like it. it it's it's uh, very appealing. You don't. Um, you write, um, and like you were saying, because of your Southern Baptist uh, background and everything, uh, um, is uh, that there's there's no um, there's no vulgarities. There's no um, it's it's just kind of, it, in a way. I hate to say I, I mean very Harry Potter in that anybody can read it and get something out of it. Um, it's uh, it's not like. Um, uh, like uh, uh, too far in your face and too far, like like uh, you know, a lot of the um, a, a lot of the horror that uh, that I read that I publish it anyway, you're, um, which is all great and fantastic. But you're a different breed when it comes to writing, and uh, you have an appeal to a broader audience um, because you you um, you stick to your story and you stick to your guns. But a Baptist preacher, for example, can actually read it and enjoy it, and just as much as your seasoned like vampire hardcore people too. Um, uh, the thing about you and your books is, is that um, uh, story and character are important, and that's what draws people in. Okay. Yeah. And without either of them, then the, those are the key essentials right there. And uh, yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll say this much already. Uh, I'm just glad that they don't sparkle. So. God <laughs> help us. They certainly <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah. And, and when when I started mine, she had just come out with hers. She had just come out with them. Thank God, so that nobody could say. I was copying, or not that I would anyway, and I'd never read them, and and I never will. <laughs> Don't worry, you're not missing much. I I, I I tried to make it through the first five pages of the first book, and I didn't get that far. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and and you know, it, it, as much as I love books, it's one of the few series I uh, I, I didn't even last that long. <laughs> I couldn't even figure out the sparkle. I only had to read something because I was like, "What? What about the sparkle? What?" I didn't get it, and I was like, "Oh my God! They can go out in the sun, but they sparkle. What is that? What is that? <laughs> okay, well, I mean, whatever." I think you're all you're all missing the fact that there was a target audience for those Twilight books. There's yeah. a target audience. For junior high school aged girls, I mean, like uh, they're, I, I've always felt they're entitled <laughs> to their version of vampires if that's what they want. You know, uh, we, you know, it's, it's it's not aimed at us. It's it's not the kind of vampire aimed at mature, like jaded adults. By the way, I just thought, you know, I think I've mentioned this to Sue before, but we haven't talked in a while. But it, 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 I'm rather sentimental about your your novel of, of, of Never Cease, because that was, that was the, uh, that was the last book my late fiance Susie Palermo read before she was stricken. While she was cancer. in the hospital. Oh. I have yeah, a text so. that she sent me from the hospital. Oh. 
Like, I love it. Send me a copy sheets. of that. I've got to go find it. I did. I did put it in a special place. I know that because when I heard that it wasn't, but a few days later, and I'm like, my God, my God, really? I mean, just on and on about how much she enjoyed the book, and I'm, I just, I couldn't even believe she pulled herself together to read it from what she was going through. But she was very. She, she was very enthusiastic about you. She was into horror liter and science fiction literature. And she was she was before she fell ill. She was very enthusiastic about seeing where you you were going to go with your other stories. I have to admit, after she died, there was a lot of confusion, and uh, 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 her library was left in the care of her adult children. I don't know if they've respected it. We lost touch, but but one of these days, because right now I'm kind of afraid to receive. Days when we can, I'd like to get my hands on a copy, an autographed copy of Never Cease for myself, since the one that Susie had is in the possession of either her son or daughter today. Uh, mm. 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 Well, well, yeah, I got a hardback. I could, I could sit back. I, I, would I, would, I, would, I would love an autographed hardback. I, and I'd pay for it. That's too, the one she got. That's, that's the one she got. Yes, yes, that's what she had. I remember, I remember seeing it in her bookshelf, and thinking when, when after the funeral, I should, I should take this. And I'm like, uh, you know, I left it with her kids. I'm like, we're not going to take anything. But, mm-hmm. but that, now I wish I had a copy of it. I don't know if they appreciated the value of that, but, but she totally loved that. So I got one of these days. I got to get my hands on a hardcover copy of that. If you still have any. Yeah, I managed to say. Yeah, that hardcover, uh, that hardcover is the original one before I took on the series uh, that I originally reviewed when I, I, I forgot exactly. Maybe you do, right. Sue, yeah. but um, I, I forgot how I came across you. I, I know I was doing a lot of reviews on my website of books and everything, but uh, that, no, no, that's no, the, no, that's not just your website. Well, yeah, that's where it was. But but it, it still makes me laugh now that that I, it was on MySpace is where we actually oh, wow. MySpace. Space. That's right. MySpace. That's right. Yep. The girl days. That's when I first marketing. I first started marketing on MySpace before Facebook. That, the, that, that's where I set up everything and. Because he printed me, and I, and I said, oh, my God, who is this guy? And I said, it looks like a devil worshiper. I'm not sure I'm supposed to be <laughs> communicating with these kind of people. And so I went through his profile, and I was like, oh, look, he used to be a preacher. What is that about? And <laughs> he was right there in his profile, and I'm like, what the hell? And then I said, this must be a sign from God. So I'm going to go ahead and friend him. <laughs> and that's when I got into his website and saw that he reviewed books. And I thought, gee, I kind of felt like I wanted to know if if felt good about the story. But I wanted to know if people who read horror would just poo-poo it or go, oh, that ain't even scary, or I just, I needed to know, and and so I saw he reviewed books and asked him if he'd be interested, and 
He said yes, and I thought my teeth were going to fall out of my head, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I told him, and it was a while before he got to it because he was reviewing other books. So he sent me, I think he sent me a message that said he was fixing to start or whatever, and I, I quickly said, no, no, don't worry about it. No, that's okay. <laughs> He'd already started reading. I, I didn't. I just knew he was going to rip it apart and tell me it was not even something I should continue with. <laughs> so I was mildly but surprised. surprised. <laughs> yeah, Who I knew just, that and was a little I, kitty cat, right? I just didn't have a lot of confidence in the whether it was what people who read horror read it or not and enjoy it. Freaking dense. Yeah, it was it was really wonderful. Yeah, it was truly wonderful. Yeah, but 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 I mean it is understandable. Um, You know, sometimes we we do get nervous sending it out to people for review and stuff. That's uh, you know I think it's more the natural conundrum of the writer. you know, it's 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 going to be the, uh, the the foundation as to whether or not it's, uh, you know all this time and effort it's just actually going to pay off. Well, we, we all automatically waiting for that result. Actually, <laughs> I was I was more scared of what he would say than I was of what the um, horror writer association would say when I submitted it for Bram Stoker. Award for Superior Achievement in the First Novel. And I submitted it there thinking, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll do it. And and I submitted it, um, I forget who, I wasn't with Nick at the time. No, that was the first publisher. Yeah, that's right. That's why they wouldn't take you unless you were published. And I had that traditional publisher, so they took it. And and then uh, W. D. Gagliani, who writes Wolf's Trap, was the mm-hmm. membership person there. And when I signed up, and and I told him I wanted to submit it, and he said, "Well, you should go ahead and submit it." And I was like, "Okay." And he probably won't remember this. He doesn't remember a lot. He said, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he, um, yeah, he was like, "I don't remember saying that." And I was like, "Okay, well, whatever." So uh, I told him, I said. And I actually had his book. Somebody had given me his book, and I told him that. I said, it's just crazy that I'm actually talking to you, and uh, I have your book. And um, I did read it. It was good, very good, Wolf's Trap. But uh, so I said, look, if you would just read it for me. In order to in order to vote for it, for a Stoker Award, you have to, uh, you have to read it, right? And, and I told him, I said, look, I don't care. I said I don't want a review. I just, I just want you to read it. I just want to know you can read it and read through it. So he, you know, that left it at that. And then when I went back to check, you know, you get votes and things. So many votes, and you, you get on the short list or preliminary ballot, and then the preliminary ballot goes to the short list. But once you make the preliminary ballot, that's something you can, uh, you can talk about you can't say I've submitted it but once you make a preliminary ballot you can advertise that and I went to check and almost fell off the chair because it made I was like oh my god right there that was it for me because I was like okay 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 I don't even care 
preliminary ballot, oh, my God, with Jonathan Mayberry was the year he won Superior Achievement in the first novel. So I didn't have a chance, but <laughs> but I made the preliminary ballot. Oh, you know, ballot. too? That's, yeah. that's, that's you know what, too? Uh, also, yeah. uh, uh, being that you mentioned Jonathan Mayberry, uh, that was the year that I reviewed his first book, too. And uh, we, oh, we kind of oh. became uh, like peers and stuff. So uh, uh, anytime since then at conventions and stuff, uh, it's like, hey, Jonathan and Nick. Uh, yeah. And uh, he, he really appreciated my review for his, too. That was about the same year. It just, wow, I just it remembered that. Because, oh. yeah, because, Ghost uh, Road Blues was his uh, his book. Yep, yeah. Yep. 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 I, I just uh, to be even mentioned in the same list with him, um, even then, because uh, even then he took off after that. But um, what? But when that happened, uh, I wasn't too worried about um, because that told me the editing was good enough. And uh, so many other things were good enough because they could have easily not voted for it. I think I went to Nick after. I think I got Nick's review after that, maybe. I don't know. I think so. I'd have to go back. It's on my website in in the order that I reviewed them to this day. So downwarden.com. Yeah, I got like all those original reviews right there. So and, and yeah, so, so well, yeah. And, you know the thing about no, maybe well you know the thing about Sue. Oh. oh, whoops! <laughs> I want I actually with those reviews and stuff. I want to. I just uh, uh, over the weekend I was um, on on uh, social media, especially Facebook. I was uh, promoting the Everborn um, and uh, and stuff, and I, I'm getting ready for uh, I. Uh, one of my authors, uh, I, I really like this guy, Terry Horns Irwin, um, goes by the name just Horns. And I've published a bunch of his books, too. But I sent him my original The Ragman that was published by Critics' Choice Paperbacks after Halloween 4 and Prey Serpent Spray back in the 80s. And um, uh, I, I was going to redo it myself. And I thought, no, I'm going to. I went on this thing where I started sending some of this older stuff to some of my authors to see if maybe they can redo them. And Horns like uh, took that up, and he kind of went with it. So um, um, his uh, his version, his new version of the Ragman of my book is coming out. I I'm hoping in May around about my birthday. And so um, hence, you know, I'm starting to you know promote my stuff a little bit more, getting my foot out there uh, again uh, because I've always like taken a little second. Um, to my authors who are first to me. Um, so, uh, that, so, you know, hence this weekend, I've been promoting the Everborn, my best work. But anyway, um, what was I getting at? I forgot. <laughs> I just went on it. Oh yeah. With the website and everything too and stuff, but Oh yeah. You read the Everborn too. Yeah. Sue. Oh, yeah she's, well, she's my biggest Everborn, Everborn fan. I, <laughs> if you hadn't read it, you, what's wrong with you? I'm, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, I don't. I never. After I read it, I was like, "Well, why is this not like on sale like Stephen King's stuff?" I uh, circles run circles. Oh my god! I couldn't stop reading it, and then I couldn't read it slow enough because I was like, 
No, because once it's over, it's over. It's one of those books, you know, you, you want to read it, but then you don't because you just want it to linger and, and last that much longer. It, it, it's, um, it's something. It makes me mad he don't write the second part to it. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta write more. Like I said, I put my authors first. Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's a profession. It's not like writing where it's just me and I, I sit somewhere in a corner and I work. It's, it's more like a, and it keeps me more busy. But I, I've, I write short stories here and there and stuff. And I got, um, I, I recently did an essay for a, um, a, a guy in Spain. Um, about a Larry Cohen um, uh, all-inclusive book about um, Larry Cohen's It's Alive films, um, and I did an essay for that recently. So here and there, I kind of you know do some stuff. But um, you remember Sanctuary? Sue, um, oh yeah, Sanctuary, yeah, yeah, um, that, yeah. Do you, know, do you I, remember? You I, yeah, I know. I sent that to you. I, and you know what? Yeah, else? that's a screenplay I wrote. Um, uh, I, I sent that when I did. When I when I sent um, um, Wes Craven um, uh, uh, a treatment uh, for Shocker Two, uh, those nice. were the days that I did uh, Sanctuary and stuff. It was designed to be an independent film and everything. But that's one of the things, including you know what I talked about with um, the Ragman with horns that I sent out to a few authors, including you. Um, I think uh, Patrick James Bryan. Um, uh, like last year or late last year started um, uh, saying I'm going to get on that though. But it, um, if he does, I, I'll send something else to you, Sue, if you want to do something like that too. I've well, got, I just I've wanted got to let you know that, that that made it through the fire. It made it through the fire un, unsinged. I, I don't remember where I had it, but I found it. On oh, your fire when your house burned down. Yeah. 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 Oh, it made it through. Oh, that's cool. Wow, yeah. That was yeah. Really cool. That was very cool because I felt so bad. I was like, oh. Very cool. Shit. But it yeah, you know, uh, Sue, uh, the thing of uh, folks that are listening, the thing about Sue uh, Dent, too, is um, when, when you see her, um, when she makes appearances, uh, she's, she's like very goth. She dresses very vampire, like, like some of the best. Um, cool. and we, we've got experiences over the years too, especially, especially me and her and Edward, uh, at the Gettysburg Horror Fund. Wasn't that great or what? That's what I meant to too. What will we have a chance? What will they bring conventions back? <laughs> I was <laughs> no, I don't know. I was supposed to be a guest at three different conventions in March and April, and they were going to be showing my movies at all these conventions. The premiere of the Jeffrey Dahmer movie I co-wrote and have a part in. Uh, but uh, I hope we have a convention again soon. I'd love an excuse yeah, to get I'll us. Yeah, I'll back up. They'll be bigger and better than ever. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, I would yeah, be surprised. I, so. uh, I, 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 I surprised. Um, I don't know. I don't know when there'll be big social gatherings again. Even look, even when this is over, things have changed. I mean, I hope there will be conventions again. Uh, you know, there's never going to be cruise ships again. That industry is over. Uh, and, and I'm just being very serious. Who would ever go on a cruise again? A floating petri dish of horror. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I heard. Well, I don't know. I think some people are just going to have to get, try to get away eventually. They're going to want to. Go back to it. Well, I heard 
I don't think it's, the trend I think eventually people are going to have to they're going to do it. It just it's going to oh. be a while. Oh, trust me. I, I, I can tell you what's going to be a lot like scarier is. I do yep. like what David yeah, Madison is doing where he's asking people to send in uh, video clips talking about what they're going through through all this, and he wants to make a mm-hmm. documentary. I think that's a great idea. Well, I, I, I submitted um, mine, and uh, I actually had to do, made some revisions on it, so I'm, I'll, I'll be turning my updated video in tomorrow of his way. Yeah. Oh. You know, discovering life in Florida, which is going to be an uh, interesting little clip. <laughs> you know, but um, but yeah, with uh, with people doing the virtual conventions, uh, you know, I, I know it's going to sound asinine, but I'm just waiting to see somebody say we're going to do a virtual book signing. You know, you know that there's going to be some think tank that someone's going to think about something about along those lines. Oh, actually did that. You know what? Yeah, actually, Sue. Actually, uh, we did. uh, 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 Thanks to Sue, uh, Black Bedsheet Books did. uh, uh, Well, I guess I, I I would say Black Bedsheet Books, but actually, it's Sue did the world's first um, bona fide uh, virtual book signing ever. Oh, cool! Remember that, Sue? Yeah, yeah. And and that would be a piece of cake to to do. Now I thought about ramping it back up and just doing that again because you could be, actually be visually live. Uh, well, we were we were. I was streaming it. Yeah, I I, I worked at Walmart at that time, and the hour that you were going to be doing the virtual book signing, and I was there. And my store manager said, you know what, don't take one hour, take two-hour break lunch because she's about to make history, and you need to make history a part of your life. Honestly, well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. The, it's, I, it would be so they were easy totally to blown away because I asked, hey, I need to take my brunch, my lunch break at this time because Sue Dent is going to do, and I, I explained everything, and they thought that was so amazing. And they were like, she just broke history. It was fun. Yeah, it, yeah. It, and it was really, she was a Black Bedsheet Books author, but uh, it was all really Sue. It was all really Sue. Well, I mean, no, no better time than now to try resurrect it. <laughs> yeah, um, you know we we should uh, uh, Sue. You know where the link is if it still exists to to uh, the write up. Somebody um, uh, some website wrote it up as the world's first virtual book signing. I I I, I think it still exists. We should like exploit that a little bit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it, hey, I agree who... because my bosses at Walmart said, "Wow, she just made history." Take two hours, and I was not in overtime, you know, (laughs) and and they were like, no, don't take one, take two, be a part of that. There's a couple of videos out there. And send us a link. Raquel posted, so. Yeah, you need to do that again, Sue. We should do it, we should do it, Black Bedsheet Books should do it, it's a piece of cake. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, we should do that. Sue, Nick. Figure that out. Oh, we should <laughs> yeah. get all the Black Betsy books artists, authors on, and we should do the book signing. Well, Nick. Oh, well, not all of them. That would be like, uh, that would take forever. Uh, we should do uh, little little ones at a time <laughs> instead of one big one. It'd take like yeah, yeah. over 24 hours to do. Maybe, maybe black so many, there's that makes more sense. Nick needs to make it yeah. official that that he's gonna do all of my books plus the new ones. <laughs> well, yes, yes, I'm working on that. I've got a few more books to publish, and then I'm gonna get um, into the uh, uh, the Thirsting for Blood series, uh, um, and including, of course, Sin No More because uh, yes. that's the brand new one. Yeah. I, I just uh, things are thoughts, kind of. Um, but maybe by the time you get to it, I'll have pity for your thoughts done. I told everybody uh, July. Oh, cool. And, yeah, yeah. I don't even think if, if I don't even think that I'll put that one on Amazon. I may just hold off on doing that, and then it'll just be through you, pity for your thoughts, and. Uh, oh, that would uh, be cool. Hold on to it for good measure. Uh, <laughs> because the talk radio they, is about to cut us off. Oh. No. Bad. Oh, so boy. Bad. So <laughs> we can go on in talking in sentence, and they're going to cut us off, or we could play a little bit of John Link. Edward, are you ready for John Link? Well, why not? not? You're going to finish the show with John <laughs> Link? Oh, before you do that, uh, Sue, tell everybody where to find your stuff. That's uh, good. good. Oh, That's, yeah. Yes. Well, good, good. Right, now, <laughs> right now, just go to Amazon, and that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Sue on Amazon. Um, and I might release the Thirsty for Blood series for free, just the three books. I have five days left on that one, but um, uh, I may do that. In the next few days on Amazon, just Sue Dan. Also, if you uh, you can find Sue Dan at blackbedsheetbooks.com also. Okay, definitely there, and soon only there, so there you go. (laughs) I have to to say before we bring Link Link on, uh, your writing process, the way you were describing it, it reminded me of uh, William S. Burroughs claimed that he was addicted to words. That he had the right to keep saying is this entitled that way for you? What do what now? William oh, S. Burroughs, the author, that he was addicted to writing. He was addicted to words, and he was compelled to write. He had to. He had to do it to Who? stay sane. He had to write. <laughs> Who did? I can relate to that. William S. Burroughs. William S. Burroughs. Uh, he uh, he wrote the Naked author. Lunch, which is probably his most po- popular thing, but a lot of other a lot of other stuff. He he was yeah. part of the um, uh, Jack Kerouac crowd back in the sixties. Yeah, 60s. part of the original Beat Generation. Yeah, the Beat Generation. Yep. Now, are you telling me yep, that yep. John Link, is John Link live waiting there in the wings, or you have the tape of John? Link? No, actually, it's a tape. actually, this is actually. I found something on my switchboard that I did not 
even knew was here. Sue. And yeah. Everybody be quiet and listen to this one. What, what would that be? Sue fucking did? <laughs> hey, Prince, you know who else is here? Sue. Sue fucking Dent. Sue Dent. Oh. <laughs> you want to ever say hello? <laughs> I got to find her first. Uh, she must have stepped out for a minute. But Sue fucking Dent is here tonight. Yeah. Who do we have on tonight? We have Sue fucking Dent is on tonight. We have Sue fucking Dent tonight. If she ever comes <laughs> on, is she on? She's too busy talking in the chat room. I'm chatting. I'm chatting. What, what would that be? Sue fucking Dent? <laughs> hey, Francie, you know who else is here? Who? Sue fucking Dent. Sue Dent. <laughs> you want to ever say hello? <laughs> I got to find her first. Uh, she must have stepped out for a minute. But that is great. I wish I knew that was on my switchboard because that would have been the opening song. I think that was at Gettysburg. That was at the Black Bed Sheets Motel Room Party. Hotel Room right. Party. Yeah, when yeah, you were in the corner with all those beautiful women. That's where Jason coined the phrase. <laughs> yeah, Jason Taylor. Yeah. 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 Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, what, what would that be? One more time. Sue fucking did? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Francie, you know who else is here? Sue. Sue fucking Dent. Sue Dent. Oh. <laughs> you want to ever say hello? <laughs> I got to find her first. Uh, she must have stepped out for a minute. But Sue fucking Dent is here tonight. Yeah. Who do we have on tonight? We have Sue fucking Dent is on tonight. We have Sue fucking Dent tonight. If she ever comes on, is she on? She's too busy talking in the chat room. I'm chatting. I'm chatting. Oh, man. That was great moments right there. That was great. You don't that have me best, doing John Link? Oh, I got John Link. Yeah, I once got to kiss Linnea Quigley on screen. I got a question. We got an answer. Well, is it is Red Snapper a fish or a turtle? It's a vegetable. Is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I thought it, I first I thought it was a turtle, then a fish. Finally, it's a vegetable. Yes, yes, it's a very nice vegetable. You gotta eat it fresh. Oh, wow. Yes. To the bottom of the ocean, though, you gotta go diving, and you gotta oh. grab it with your hands. And then you come home. Oh, well. <laughs> you got to be careful because these are the kind of vegetables the sharks like to eat. Yeah. So if you got that kind of vegetable in your hand, a shark might come mm-hmm. and get you. Well. <laughs> and yet, another great sound clip for the John Link fan. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Okay. 
This is a very important question for John, because the last time that we were on the air with John, the last thing that we heard John say was that he was going to stab his brother. Well, we won, and we won women the right to control their own bodies. Uh, yeah, that was the retard. The retard didn't bother me. I'll stab you! I'll stab you! Well, on that I'll note, ladies and gentlemen, I think I'm going to bid you all a fond adieu and prepare for, <laughs> and prepare for my blizzard. There you go. Oh, God, you have a blizzard going on? Yeah, we're expecting to 20, 30 inches over the next 24 hours, so... Oh, I was kind of hoping there for a minute you were going to find a late night DQ or something, but... Uh, He's got to go prepare for a blizzard and John has to stab somebody, so... Uh, yeah, really. I mean, when you think about it, what's the difference, you know? Yeah. Preparing yeah. for a blizzard, stabbing your brother, it's all kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. John, John, did yeah. you stab Fred that night? No, mainly because I had forgotten to put my knife in my pocket. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The retard shut the phone off. That's what <laughs> And I was making a very important point at the time. <laughs> you know, the two things I always carry two. That's why I always carry two knives. And the second is, I thought red snapper was a venereal disease. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that almost made me choke on my tongue. <laughs> no, that that whole snapper thing that that was uh, that, that was definitely the most popular clip from that well, show yeah. when you and when you and Gio were talking about the snapper and uh, John the uh, red snapper is a fish. Owen is a fish. I said it to Francie. Oh, well, I, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Edward. Edward. And to think that John Link doesn't See, you gotta that. love that guy. And there you no. and John well, Link, you guys are like, you guys got the biggest bromance ever. Well, you John always Link's have his back, and he always has yours. He's trapped. He's Ed trapped and Ed and John are like two sides of the same coin, in a way. They're yep, they're yep. both they they have different opinions and everything, but you know. And and Edward, you I wrote to you about a month ago about the John Link thing. Remember? Oh yes, yes. Yes, Sorry, yes. About how you know you. Got to still appreciate him no matter what his opinions are. Yeah. I mean, I, are I, we I, in I, overtime I now? Right he, he's trapped in Brooklyn, New York. He's in a hot zone. I mean, I think I got it bad. Here I know. And that we Nick and I was actually talking about that the other day. It's like John Link is homeless, and he's now in the he's he's in ground nine eleven. He's in ground zero. For, for those of you who don't know, John Link and Edward have both acted in the same movies together. 
and John Link. Uh, I got a few movies on my shelf with John Link, and just as I do with Edward. Um, and least, uh, they're both, we're, you know. We're, we're, least, we're in at least 20 movies together, maybe more. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I hey, Sue, you should be in a movie. John Link. Oh, Sue does a great yeah. impression of John Link. Come on, Sue, give but, it to us. But, well, well, I, I, if we're ready to go, are we in overtime? Yeah, yeah we are about uh, to be cut off. Uh, oh, give because, it to us. Because, uh, okay, well, I'll have to hang up after that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Fox Radio is about to hang up after us. Uh, okay, so we'll... Uh, okay, are y'all ready? Yeah, yes, we're ready. This is John Link. Until next time. <laughs> that was yeah, great. That's awesome. That was great. You nailed it. I would have been <laughs> Awesomeness. He nailed it. He nailed it every time. <laughs> Oh my God, that 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 that, that was awesome, Sue. Good job. <laughs> it's been a while. I'm a little rusty. You're like you're like, you're like another Rich Little there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Francis used to end her shows with with that with like the guest saying, "This is John Link." <laughs> John Link is such a John character. John Link, and Sue did was always this is John Link. Until next time. Uh, I can't remember what he said. <laughs> well, hey, at least you know, you got it close enough. That's good too. <laughs> I will. Uh, what what's happening on next week's show? That's a very good question. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that usually that, means there's no answer. <laughs> yeah, hopefully no, um, we're going to have Minty the Comedian on next week Yeah from, uh, Off of YouTube out, And he's 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 a comic genius He's a YouTube star now, That should be interesting I'd like to hear that I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, show look you up, some um, stuff Yeah check out By his, the way, his yeah, uh, YouTube Minty channel. the Comedic Art if you haven't seen it on Facebook, I'll repost it. Pete Jackalone normally charges, but for the month of April, he's offering our movie Creepy Clowns for free on Vimeo. Just oh, have, nice. Just, no no password. Just click on the link. The movie will play. And not only am I one of the leading actors in it, but it's also, seriously, in my opinion, the best performance John Link has ever given. He plays a brutal pimp. And it, and it truly is I, the best I, I thing he's seen, ever done. And Nick and I seen that you posted that on John Link's page, and we were like, yay, Edward and John are friends again. That's great. But you should watch it. It's only an hour and 22 minutes long, and we the DVD was on sale in stores, but this is the director's cut. There's actually about an additional 10 minutes which were cut out because it was just too violent. The distributor said, some of these scenes were too extreme, and like he couldn't get into Walmart unless we cut these scenes. So this is the director's cut, which you can see for nothing. Normally, you'd have to pay ten bucks to watch it, and it's only free for the month of April. So you should check it out. Creepy Clowns, the Lunaticler, is what it's called. 
Well, Ed. Yes. If if I don't see you for until after this coronavirus crap, or hear from you, just be careful. I was fixing to I'll, hang up, I'll, but I'll, I'll contact you through Facebook if I'm getting some e versions of your books that I could read in my isolation. Okay, okay, I should do that. I just wanted to make sure you stay safe in your den of coronavirus. <laughs> Going crazy. We can't do anything. I mean, my, my prediction. I mean, look, we got no baseball now. We got no basketball, no hockey. I mean, I predict that chess will reemerge as a major spectator sport. <laughs> Not in this house. <laughs> oh Lord, here we go. <laughs> All right, I'm outie. I'm heading. All right, to have a good night, Sue. Hello again. Hey, everyone's playing together right now. <laughs> Look, there they are. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, stop. Luno, we can't play if you bite Fufa. We don't ever want to bite our friends. Don't, don't, don't bite your friends. Don't, don't, don't bite your friends. We don't bite our friends. We don't pull their hair. Friends are our friends. So we treat them with care. So don't. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.